0: Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. One of my friends was talking to me recently about a family that she knows that is in distress right now. And she said, I'm not sure how to pray for them. They don't walk with God. I don't know that they know anything about God or have any desire to know anything about God. So how do I pray for them? And then she kind of paused and was like, huh, maybe I pray that God would show himself to them. And Then it was kind of like, but what else am I praying for in this situation? So, you know, from my perspective, we always, of course, can pray for salvation, that people would come to a saving knowledge of the Lord, for sure. That's a beautiful prayer request. But beyond that, I think it's actually very beautiful to say, we actually want the Lord to bless all of his children. All of the ones that he's made. And so for Bob and myself, we have at least one client that is basically a scholarship client for workplace prayer. And so one of my friends really loves her martial arts studio and pays on behalf of that studio to help it prosper and flourish because she said, even though the owner isn't a believer, he is. A visionary and I actually want the children of this area to be able to come and learn from him because they're growing in discipline and they're growing in, um, yeah, just having good, respectful training from a person who is valuing them as people. And so It has been really beautiful, I think, because there is a question like, well, what does it look like to pay for prayer for somebody who doesn't necessarily know the Lord? And, you know, in fact, when my friend said to the owner, you know, I have hired an intercessor for your business, he kind of laughed. He had gotten divorced and he was like, wait, so do I also get 62 virgins? And so for him, it was kind of a joke. And anyway he was making a reference to one of the beliefs of the muslim idea of heaven but it was it was interesting to say he's really quite far from <laughs> from the lord but then to say lord but we actually do want his business to succeed we also want him to walk with you and so to say lord you are the god Of all wisdom, and you know what a blessing would look like for this particular individual. And so, bless his business, whatever that looks like, while also extending your grace to him to the fullest extent that you can. And so, (laughs) it is really beautiful. You know, when you look at the pages of the Old Testament and even the New Testament, Um, I was looking just recently at Luke chapter 10, where Jesus sends out the 72 and asks them and tells them to go and prepare the way that he's going to the different villages soon, but he wants the, uh, the space to kind of be cleared in advance. And one of the things that he says is, when you enter a home, say, peace be upon this house. And if there is a place for the peace to rest, then it will. And if there isn't a place for it to rest, it will return to you. And I really want you to think about this for just a second. This is such a powerful statement to say, you actually have permission to bless wherever you go. And if it's not a place that should be blessed, then your blessing comes back to you. That there, It's like you have the opportunity to release good wherever you go. And if you shouldn't be releasing good there if the good would actually be harmful in some way then the blessing will come back to you so you don't need to be worried about am i blessing someone and they're going to use it for evil because it it won't work <laughs> if they're if they're being evil so you know i think about this also the story of Balaam in the old testament is one of my favorites and maybe at some point i should teach a little bit on that but You have a man who was a true prophet of the Lord, who was not a child of Israel. He was not an Israelite. And when somebody asked him to please come and curse for pay the children of Israel, he kept blessing them. And it was kind of like, I can't help it. They just have to be blessed. But part of what I love about this story is that... He was not an Israelite. And even in the way that this story is told, I think it's the third time that he goes to bless. And it says that he didn't have to go. It was almost like he didn't have to go into a trance like he had all the times before. This time, he actually just had a vision without all of the accoutrements of the kind of sacred practices that he had on his own. And for me, I just appreciate so much that the Lord cares about all of us and so when I am praying for people I pray that the Lord reveals himself to them I pray for blessings so yeah I pray for peace in the home so Lord yeah for all of the families that we know where they don't walk with you or necessarily know you at all Lord, we ask that you would send people who would carry your word to them. We ask, Lord, that you would bless them with peace, that you would bless them with those who can bring true healing and true help. Lord, we thank you for the ways that you call and invite and woo each one of us and that your hand is not too short to save. So Lord, we say thank you. We ask that you would teach us to pray because... There are many things in this world that we do not know how to pray about. So thank you, Jesus, for the way that you teach each of us in your precious name. Amen.